so welcome welcome back, back to back now, to you, now know you know podcast. the podcast i'm candace and i'm danica and today we're here with a very special guest our first ever guest charlene Jones. Jones. hi hi everyone nice to meet you hi so uh would you mind introducing yourself Okay, so hi everyone to the people listening to the hosts. My name is Charlene Junis, and I just graduated high school on June 2020, and now I'm a freshman in UC Berkeley. I'm intending to take data science as my major, and during my free time, I paint on masks and other products and sell them through Instagram and donate a part of the profits to charity. That's so, so happy cool. Happy here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. okay so how did you get started and how did you find your passion mm, I would say like I've always had a passion for arts ever since I was little like ever since I was like three or four I've always seen I've seen a lot of photographs of me like painting or like sketching or drawing so I think art is really my passion but of course, like for those people who are like so confused finding their passion, like there are of course a lot of ways like to find your passion. You can start by usually like asking yourself, like, is there something you love doing? Is there something that makes you happy? Like, would you spend a lot of time in it and still be satisfied with what you're doing? Like you're not tired with it. For instance, I could give a sample, like for example, like we love shopping. For example, you said like, I don't have a hobby. I don't have a passion, but like, I love shopping. So maybe you can open your online store or maybe you can like open like a thrift store. Like there are like a lot of ways to find your passion. Like you don't have to like have a set target on like, I have to like to make this a passion. Anything can be passion, even playing games. You like to play games, you like to game, then just make your own game. That could be a passion as well. So yeah, I would say like, there's a, like, a lot of ways to make passion, like to find your own passion. And if you think like one passion is not working out, then find another passion. Like we can have more than one passion, right? Yeah, passion is like open to everyone. I agree. Okay, that's kind of yeah. cool. Okay, so wait, in your introduction, did you actually say you don't study in art, you study in science? Like, um, I'm intending to take data science, but I might minor in art. Oh, okay. So do you consider like art a hobby? Or do you like envision like your future doing art? I mean, like, I think to myself, like art is a hobby for me. But like, I could also, I would like to use art as my career as well. But however, like these days, like, traditional art is kind of outdated. Like, you don't see a lot of, like, painters as their job. And everything now is all, like, technology, especially in, like, this online pandemic. So I figured that if I take, like, a tech major, like, data science, computer science, cognitive science, and I merge it with art, it could be something bigger than just fine art painting. Yeah. Especially, like, the university that I'm going to is very specialized for technology. So I think it's a, it's a good way to combine the two together. That's so cool. Okay, so not gonna lie, we scrolled to your Instagram and we actually saw that you run a business where you sell masks and other merchandise. So can you talk more about that? Sure. So like in the beginning of March 2020, when the pandemic hit and like our schools had to like shut down, like I already had an instinct like, okay, then we're gonna have to wear masks, right? But like 
I was scrolling through like Instagram and I was scrolling through like Bookopedia to find like good looking masks, but like they only sell the surgical ones or the N95, K95, and it's very like disposable. And like even if they you guys wanted to find a more customized mask, like a customized cloth mask, yes, they do sell, but like there's not many. So I figured like since I really love painting, I really love drawing, I use I like to use my creativity. I tried like painting my own mask. Like I have like one cloth mask and I just painted it and I posted it on my Instagram. Then apparently like a news reporter saw it and put it all over the news. And then like a lot of people started asking if I was selling it. Then I'm just like, mm, I just made it for myself. Like it's not really for sale. But, like a lot of people kept on asking and asking. Then I'm just like, okay, I'll, op I'll open it to close friends and family. Then, so I made like a few, I gave it to my friends and family, the one who ordered, then, then they were really happy with it and they asked to order more. So that kind of like motivated me to like want to sell to the public, right? But like during the pandemic, of course, like there are a lot of other people who require more than me. Like I don't really like need the money much. So that's why I have decided also to donate a part of my profits to certain organizations. And I feel like paying for a good cause is like, it makes me happy also. So then I've also started to expand on other than masks because it's practically like the same thing. Like it's the same method and technique it's just that you're painting in a different medium. So, yeah. That's so cool. You like started from Instagram and like you grew all the way. So that's, that's really cool. And you <laughs> should really, like everyone listening, you should really check out her Instagram at Charlene, Charlene Junis Art. It's like she sells, <laughs> she sells like these masks. They, they look so good. They look so professional. Yeah. And like it's custom and handmade. And yeah, it's for a good cause. Like you said, you donate some of the profit to charity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. That's so cool. Um, and like you didn't just start off painting masks for the government. That must be a uh, like huge step for you. So like, how do you start painting masks and like merchandise for charity? And what do you consider your biggest achievement in that field? Um, I say like the beginning of my let's say wowness like I think like in the beginning of June or July like I think like a customer messaged me on Instagram saying hey are you willing to make like an Indonesian themed mask and I'm just like oh yeah sure sure I can do it for you because it's customized anyways right so I painted my Balinese barong and Rangdaina mask and I sent it off to the person and apparently that person was like part of the Ministry of Tourism of Indonesia. So I'm just like, but I didn't know at the time because I didn't even know like, you know, in detail about the government. So then I suddenly like saw like a friend of mine shared his story to me on like one Saturday morning or so. Then I'm just like, oh, so I painted for the Ministry of Tourism, but I didn't know that at all like beforehand. And that kind of like my self-esteem kind of like, wow. And like, I thought that was like my five seconds of like fame or something. Like, I don't think like that would happen again because like, I actually thought it was like some random customer just like ordering normally, right? So after that, then I guess Independence Day came and like a lot of people started ordering Independence masks. And I had like a lot of orders in August. I think August was one of my most uh, crowded month. 
So I just painted and I just like sent it to the customers and suddenly like then on Independence Day, a friend of mine sent me an article that the vice president of Indonesia, Pak Maruf Amin, he wore my mask. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I painted a mask for him. And I think that would be my biggest achievement yet because like a very important figure in Indonesia wore my mask that I painted. That's so cool. You know, we actually found you like some part through TikTok and I saw your like your TikTok through yeah. <laughs> through my for you page. It's kind of funny. That's so so cool. yeah, and like your mask looks so good. And like your TikTok is so cool. But yeah. okay, so you talked about your biggest achievement, right? So now what's like your next step? What's your next goal? What are you planning to do in 2021? Mm, right now I'm already shipping internationally like I have like a lot of orders from US, Australia, Singapore, London, UK and a lot more and I'm already shipping them internationally and I've been getting positive feedback maybe my next goal is for our president Bapak Jokowi to wear my mask like who knows you know like we never know what will happen in this situation and it's always surprising to me so far. Yeah it's like social media has like helped you go all the way to Mm -hmm. like the vice president that's so cool yeah so if I'm not mistaken you graduated from Raffles right do you think your high school experience supporting you in art or your major and do you take like outside steps that um, supported you like lessons seminars or extracurriculars to be honest, like, to be honestly with you guys, like, my high school was very academic-oriented. I think same, like, national high. Like, you guys yeah, are very academic, A-levels, IGCSE, and so on, right? So they focus yeah. more towards, like, the science subjects, like physics, chem, bio, or math, A-math, extended math, and so on. And, like, to me, I think the arts and music were kind of not really regarded as an important subject so during my high school like I had one art teacher but like she kind of left so I had no art teacher so I ended up (laughs) self-studying for my A-levels and my AS levels during my high school and like I would be the only student in art class because nobody else like took it like they all dropped like ever since the teacher left like everyone just dipped so (laughs) I ended up like having to put extra effort in my art because I didn't have anyone to ask or look up to for my art subject itself but like a lot of the other teachers there were very helpful like they kind of like read through the syllabus with me but like it's very different compared to if you have an art teacher who will tell you guide by guide like what to do instead of like you having to research on your own So I think that my high school supported me in a sense as they supported me in what I do, but not exactly in the course itself. So of course, like a lot of um, us, we have like tuition outside, like we have lessons. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have lessons outside. So because I did not have enough knowledge in my school for art, I took an art class on when I started in grade 11 like I took an art class outside school for like once or twice a week 
just so that I could compile my artwork properly. And other than my art lesson, then I also have like other non-extracurricular classes like swimming or Mandarin or like basketball and like so on. So now we're gonna move on to the raffle questions. If you guys didn't know, we had a raffle on Instagram and the winners got um, some of Charlene Junis's art masks. So we're gonna ask some raffle questions. Okay, so for the first question from Ad William Beck, what gives you the inspirations for your paintings? Hmm, I say like everything we see around us is art. So everything can be an inspiration. For example, like in your bedroom, there is a couch. How to make a couch? Like the design is obviously created by someone who knows art, I guess, right? Like we can't just like envision a couch and like, okay, bam, a couch. Like there's obviously like different styles of couch. Like if you want a long couch, a tall couch, a comfy, a circular one, there's like so many. So I say that what gives me like the most inspiration is the things around me, the people around me, what I see or what I hear from the news, what I watch in movies, what I read in a newspaper and everyone's opinions, the social media, like we get information every day and we see different things every day. Not one day is same as the other. So I think like what inspired me to paint my paintings or make an artwork is the whole world. That's that's so good. That's such an inspiration. So yeah. <laughs> okay, so next question at Kenneth Pangastu, he asked who introduced you to art? Hmm. Like I said, like previously, I think like I've always been painting or drawing since I was young. Like ever since I was small, I've been like doodling in my wall, in the paper, all. So I'll say if maybe my mom probably like showed arts and crafts to me when I was young, when we were in kindergarten and we were making like, I don't know, cut and paste origami. And so like my parents would probably be the one like helping me. So I can't really remember vaguely like what, who specifically taught me, but I know that my parents like really supported me in what I do. And I think they're the one who introduced me to art or my school teachers in kindergarten or both of them. Last question from the raffle. This is actually a really good question. So not surprised, uh, what will you tell your younger self? Hmm, I would say that, first of all, I will give my younger self a big hug because mm -hmm because all the hard work that I did during high school, during primary school, during secondary school, it all paid off. Like I never expected to be where I am now if I wouldn't have tried hard when I was young. Like if I didn't spend every day after school taking courses or if I didn't like stayed up to finish my portfolio for my A-levels or if I didn't have if I didn't take um, a lot of like extra classes with teachers or consulted them for my work, I think that I could have not gotten to where I am now. So I think that I will tell my younger self that I did a good job. Like, although there has been a lot of 
times where um, I wanted a break. I wanted to have more sleep. I wanted to hang out more, have more social life. But all of it ends up like good in the end. So I would say that my my younger self did a very good job. Yeah. So we compiled a few questions from our followers that didn't get the masks for very these questions really stuck out. So at Kiana Gosal, she asked that, did you always want to become an artist? If you didn't, why did you choose art? Okay, so I think there was this time in sec three, I think. You guys were sec three, right? Yes? Yeah, okay. we are. Like, I think in Raffles in sec three, we have to choose like subjects for our IGCSEs, right? Like, yes. I think there was a minimum yes. of like seven and a maximum of eight subjects or so, whatever, like that. So I took uh, triple science and um, Mandarin enterprise and so on, but I wanted to take art as well. However, like, I was already taking nine subjects. Like, I already had an extra class. Like, I had to already stay up, stay back after school till like five to do my Mandarin second language. But I wanted to do art, but like if I did art, then I would have 10 subjects and my school does not support a student studying 10 subjects. So I had to, for the first term, I let go of my art. I, I, I didn't take it and I took bio instead. Then like after one term, I'm like, okay, I need art. Like I can't do it without art. So I ended up dropping bio and taking art instead. So I'd say like, I've, I've never really thought about like being an artist like ever since I was young there's obviously times where I felt like okay I I don't I can't handle this anymore like uh, being an artist is like takes too much of your time and like I need to focus on like my more let's say academic stuff since especially my school supported it more right so after I let go of bio and took art I was like okay uh, like it's fine I can do this on my own like because I like it because I know that I love it and I spent I'd Cause like, I think my mom like asked me, would you rather spend your time studying bio or studying art? Then I'm like, obviously I take studying art compared to studying bio. And then she was like, okay, then just switch. Like just take art and bio, like what's the difference? Like you rather do something you love better than something that people say that you should take, right? So I guess like, I didn't really know that I wanted to be an artist. And even when applying for universities, I didn't put art as my major for all my universities. I put like a variety of majors because I'm still like, let's say, I wanna explore my pathways more. And I don't wanna be confined to just one because like there's like so many things that we're still limited to in high school and that we can still explore once we graduate out of high school. That's a really good answer. <laughs> okay, so next question at Sandaya Vijaya, sorry we pronounced it wrong, asked, how did you think of making masks and what, did you, what do you do if you're not like making masks? Mm, if I'm not making masks, then I'll be studying. And if I'm not studying, then I would be resting. So masks take about, I don't know, three to four hours of my time each day. And like I have online school also and like the time zones are like switch. So I have classes at night and then I have to finish it like in the morning. 
And after I finish my work in the morning, then I do masks. And after I do masks, then I take a break. Then I study again because like, I also want to do well in school. Like masks are like kind of like a side job for me. Like it's not really, I would say like my studies would probably be number one because like we're actually like in university and you have to actually do well since it will affect our career later. But like doing masks is like my fun time, let's say like, it's not really like my main focus. So other than mass, I would study or I would like play with my siblings, play the piano or watch Netflix or so. That's such like a heavy workload. Like, yeah. how do you manage your time? Mm, I'd say like, I have to set a schedule for everything I do. Like for example, you wake up at eight, finish your work, everything till before 12. Since like it's in US time and so three, so right now because it's the daylight saving time. So 3 p.m. Indo time is actually 12 a.m. US time. So my work is usually due at 12 a.m. right before the next day since it's all online. So yeah. if I submit everything before my lunchtime, 12 p.m., then I'm kind of safe, right? So I, I try my best to finish everything before 12 p.m. And after 12, then I'm free to like, night right so that's when I do my masks that's when I play like TikTok or that's when I like scroll to Instagram or like watch K-drama or what's whatsoever like we all do during our free time right so I think like having a set schedule on like when you need to finish things and when you need to start things really helps like even though you don't have any motivation to want to do it just um, put your mindset like after you finish this, you won't regret it. Like you're gonna thank your past self that you finished it before the time. So I guess that helps a lot. Cool. Okay. Thank so you. Next question from at Daniela Sugi. She asks if did your parents support you all throughout your journey? Of course. Like I say that my parents really supported me in what I love to do. Like when I wanted to take art my parents pushed me to the limit and they actually like helped me like ask me do, do I need any help or whether like do you need to find like a teacher to help you or like do you need us to help you promote your artwork like they will go through all ends like to help me grow and until I become who I am today and I say like even if it's not art like even if it's like math physics like even if uh, they see me struggling they would say like okay just take a break now and like they'll be my motivator like even though when it's like hard for me they'll encourage me to keep trying because like you don't really have to aim for like let's say like a perfect score like you don't have to aim 100 or 99 or 98 or whatsoever like those scores like do not really matter like later on like you might think it's a big deal now like you have to get like those a star grades but actually it doesn't really matter because like you shouldn't really i say like what a lot of people like do and i think it's wrong it's like people tend to compare themselves to their friends like okay like let's say um candace got like 98 in her math and danica got like 96 so danica feels sad because candace got 98 like we shouldn't do that like any score you get you should just i'd say you would compare it to your past self i think that would be better comparing it rather than comparing it to your friends or other people. Yeah, comparing has been like a huge 
bad. It's like a bad thing. So we should really stop that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She also asked, like, some people don't know what their passion is. So I'd say, like, my advice for people who have not found their passion is that your question? Yeah. It's like. Okay. So I'd say try everything. Like, uh, don't be afraid. Like, okay. You have never tried to play basketball before, so you never know whether basketball is your passion or not. And there's never such thing as it's too late to try something. Like people might have think, thought, like, okay, I'm already like grade eleven. It's too late for me to start a project. Like the university will think, like, I didn't prepare ahead of time. But like, never trying just equals to you giving up. On it doesn't give you a chance. So if you try, then there is a chance for you to find whether you're passionate about that or not. But if you never like try at all, then you're just limiting yourself to no passion at all. So I say that for people who don't know their passion, keep trying. So now we want to ask if you have any advice for young artists or everyone in general, people who are doing art, like. But their high school doesn't provide art programs. For example, our high school doesn't actually provide art programs anymore in high school. So, do you have any advice for like high schoolers in general? Or, yeah, I say like there's like a lot of like opportunities like in school and outside school that let's say we can grasp. Like for example, if in my school when I didn't have an art teacher, I would ask help from my English teacher to help me. Like write the essays for art, or let's say like if I didn't have like a teacher to teach me the skills to do like painting and all, then I would like go to an outside course or tuition to ask help to check my work to see like is the work okay, is the work nice. So I say like for example like if in your school if if there's like people who are like interested in art but there's no art, there's always an outside course. That you could ask, or you can ask your seniors who, um, who has taken art before. Because previously, like you said, they used to have it and they did not have it anymore. So maybe you can ask like your seniors whether uh, they have advice for you, and like just ask for, like your friends, your family, their opinion on your artwork. Because like, an artwork is not really like there's no right or wrong answer. People have has their own opinion on whether it's nice, whether it's not nice, whether it needs improvement, or whether it's like satisfied, right? So I say, like, you can ask, like, yes. those of you for young artists who does not really have the kind of support in your high school. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> what are the challenges you have faced when pursuing your passion for art? And how do you overcome it? Mm. I say, like, some challenges I have faced is probably time management and probably like adapting art to the culture of like Indonesia because like I say like art takes so much of your time like to make a painting you can't really take like five minutes and like a whole artwork is done like that's not possible like I mean it is but like you can see the quality of a fast painting and a slow painting like it's like it's obvious and like also in Indonesia, like a lot of people don't really regard art as, let's say, important. Like even though like 
our country is really rich in art, but like not a lot of people know about it. Like it's not exposed as much. So I think like bringing art to our generation, our generation now, it's quite challenging. But like I actually saw it like grow. Like now there's like a lot of people like doing like paint by number kit or like custom yeah. or like embroidery on like t-shirts and like bags and all. And I think like before the pandemic, like that didn't really like stand out as much compared to now. So I think like a challenge would probably be like merging your art, like passion with the Society of Indonesia, but also like other than the society issue and probably like your own issue would be like time management and like how you can like not get carried away when doing art. Because sometimes when you like, when you read or when you watch, like you tend to like, want to keep continuing like it's like it's hard for you to stop because like you're already enjoying it right so i say like yes. that could be like a challenge phase as well especially like if art is not your only thing you're doing and you have like other things to do um it doesn't only apply for art it applies for like writing or like making music listening to music watching movies and all like we get so carried away that we forget other things that we have to do so i think that's also a challenge i face and to overcome it, like what I said, like make a schedule, like that helps. Okay, thank you. Okay, so this is our um, last question. Um, do you have yeah. any advice for like us or listeners when deciding your major? Like you majored in um, science, science and mm-hmm. like you merged it with art. Like how did you do that? How'd you think of that? Okay, so the thing is, honestly, like, I'm not entirely sure, like, what I want to become. It's just an intending major to take data science and minor with art. It's like, just my intended major. Because, like, I say, like, we shouldn't limit ourselves to know what we want to be in such a young age. Because, like, things can change over time. Like, we never knew this pandemic would happen and everything would become online. We, we never knew that would happen, right? Like... Yeah. The world can switch, turn 360 degrees. So I say, like, for those people, like, deciding your major, like, it's good if you know what you want to become. But if you don't know what you want to become, like, that's okay. Like, um, we have a lot of time in the world, which is used to explore. Like, imagine you coming into, like, the university and, like, you're fixed. Like, okay, I want to take, like, a business done business like I don't want to take anything else because this is all you've learned before and that kind of limits you from the other options like engineering architecture or food science like that limits you from all those other options because you are so inclined to one that you don't have time to explore the others you see so I say like for listeners who is deciding your major like it doesn't matter what major you want to like even at university like we don't like decide our major till like our third year like we can apply as like an intended like something like okay I apply for like art and then like on my second year I'm like nah I don't want to do art anymore like I want it as a minor and I want to do like math for example like that's possible so I say like uh, based on personal experience um you can apply to like whatever major you want like there's no right or wrong there's no good or bad so uh when deciding your major like you shouldn't be afraid just like go all out like even if it's slightly interesting, but you're not even sure because you have no experience, go for it. 
like data science is like computer science and have I ever coded before? No, I have not ever coded before. So I say like, just continue like what you're doing. And even like, even like if you don't, you're not sure if you like it or not, just like keep continuing. Like you will know whether you like it or not after like trying, right? So I say like, you shouldn't like stop. Just like keep continuing your passion, keep continuing your uh, major, try different things, explore. That's all. It's okay to explore like your options. And that's how you found yours. That's really cool. So that's it for our questions. Thank you for your answers. They were really good. And BJ, Charlene, we're so happy. And thank you for like giving us your answers. It really helped us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I hope I did a good podcast. Definitely. Yes, you did. That was your answer. Was so good. Nice day. Bye. Thank you. Have a nice day. Good luck in university. Good luck. Good luck for IGCS. Thank you. Yes. Very hard. Bye. Bye.